This podcast of On the Record Real Estate News is brought to you by Joe Shoemaker, Principal Broker of Macduff Realty Group in Indianapolis, Indiana. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Hi, this is Joe. Thanks so much for taking time today to download this, my very first foray into the world of podcasting. I hope that this becomes something more than just a painful little experiment in uh, me getting to hear myself talk. I know there are some people who would suggest that that's pretty much all I like to do. (laughs) Nonetheless, uh, let's get started, shall we? Let's get started with with this. Um, The idea of building a new home. Many of you I know are thinking about that process of of should I buy something existing or should I build something new? And if I build something new, should I or should I not have a realtor representing me in that purchase? And Well, there's some things that um, most builders don't want you to know and some very important reasons why you should have a realtor representing you in that purchase. Uh, Just again as a disclaimer here, I am a realtor, so certainly I have um, some self-interest in that, but at the same time, uh, well, maybe you should just listen to the facts and determine for yourself whether or not uh, you ought to have a realtor. As most of you know that uh, building a new home is is a huge step. Uh, For most people, a home is their largest asset, and deciding things like uh, where to build, what neighborhood or what part of town to be in, uh, how much space you'll need, uh, which lot to choose from, which upgrades are worth the money and which ones are not, all those things affect uh, both your short-term investment as well as the long-term security of that asset. Well, I'll just ask you, when was the last time that you wrote... A purchase contract on a home. The deal details are they're pretty complex, and uh, they need to be in order uh, just to make sure that uh, you get exactly what you want. Uh, your realtor probably writes between oh three and five purchase contracts a month. Uh, most homeowners buy a house every three to five years, so. Um, Given just that fact about who might or might not have the most experience in writing those types of contracts, it gives you some idea of why you might want a realtor looking out for your interest. Uh, no matter what you do, though, it, it's it's imperative that you have somebody on your side to help you make uh, educated and, and cost-effective decisions. And for a lot of folks, uh, they walk into the the model rep of the of the house that uh, that they're thinking of buying in the neighborhood and. Behind a desk is a bright, smiley face, uh, the builder's representative, and, and they seem really helpful. And um, I have to admit it, I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for a nice guy now and then too, but something you, you, not, you need to know, I think, and, and that is to not be fooled. Uh, that sales rep uh, behind the desk in that builder's model is not your friend. Uh, their job is to work for the builder. Consequently, uh, they exist to make that builder lots of money uh, by selling you as much as is humanly possible. And his or her job does not include doing what's necessarily in your best interest. So if you take away one thing from this podcast, make it this, uh, that only a realtor 
that you've hired by having them sign what in Indiana is called a buyer's exclusive agency agreement is truly working for you and in your interest. Not the builder, not the builder's model rep, and not even a realtor with their name on the sign. Sometimes those homes are listed with other realtors. Uh, Unless you have an agent that you have hired, you don't have an agent. So think about this. Builders uh, and their reps have exceedingly more familiarity with the selling process than the typical buyer does in the buying process. Very simply, you're just outgunned. The builders, they rely on real estate professionals to sell their homes. Sometimes those model reps are licensed realtors. Uh, Sometimes they hire realtors to do uh, broader-based marketing than their model reps can do. Um, Nonetheless, you deserve that same representation. Uh, For example, you wouldn't uh, represent yourself uh, in a legal debate, right? Uh, A realtor is experienced in working with builders, and they can guide you through that process. If you choose to forego representation and and go at your own, who do you think has the upper hand when it comes to negotiations? So here's a list of, of five things to consider if you're thinking about building a new home. Number one, uh, there's a common misconception that buying a home directly from the builder without a realtor will save you money. Well, eh, good news, bad news. Bad news is uh, the price of the home is the same whether you have a realtor or not. In fact, uh, you might pay more without a realtor. Uh, It's also true that the builder's price might not reflect the value of the house. But here's the good news. Your realtor assesses property values every day. Uh, That's our job. Look at the value of properties all day, every day. And we have access to information about subdivisions, floor plans, sales trends, past sales prices, days on market, all those uh, valuable pieces of information. So don't let the builder set the value and or the, the price of the house or the amount of money they're going to pocket off this deal. Uh, work with your realtor. Uh, you two together should decide what you think the real value and thusly the real price of that property ought to be. Number two, uh, buying more upgrades might not increase the resale value of the house. Um, Some upgrades, granted, make a huge difference in the value of a house. Some of them, however, are a complete and total waste of money, uh, or they can be done less expensively after the fact. Uh, For example, and this is a real-world situation here, uh, uh, buying faucet upgrades in the the secondary bathrooms, the kids' bathrooms, the powder room, so forth, uh, you know, they're they're nice things. But from an appraisal perspective and from the the perspective of adding to the resale value of that house, it's virtually worthless. Uh, Something to consider, of course, uh, real estate's subjective, So if you and your realtor decide together that uh, having those faucet upgrades in your house is going to help you enjoy living there every single day 
and you understand that making that upgrade isn't going to add any value, uh, and it's worth it to you to have that upgrade anyway, then by all means do it. Just be sure that that is an informed decision. Your, your agent has knowledge of the market, looks around, sees property all the time, and knows what buyers are looking for from a retail, uh, a resale rather, perspective. Um, so use their knowledge. Ask them questions. Uh, what upgrades matter? What upgrades don't? What is it the buyers are looking for in today's market that are going to add value later on when it comes time for me to sell? Again, if there's some feature in the house that you really, really like, that you really are going to enjoy, and it's going to help you look forward to coming home every day and going into your kitchen, uh, and it's not going to add value, then by all means, make that choice. Get that upgrade, but just make that decision an informed one. Myth number three. I should buy my new house when the builder is offering a promotion. Well, again, it's a sort of a good news, bad news scenario here. Uh, the good news is, is that you're working with the realtor and that, that realtor can help you cut through uh, all of the marketing nonsense uh, to understand the difference between a real incentive and a gimmick. And that's the bad news is that virtually every Promotion, and I use that word in quotes, promotion, is a gimmick. Um, you open the newspaper tomorrow and you'll see uh, dozens of builders offering free finished basement, free sunroom, uh, no closing costs, move in for a dollar, all sorts of promotions. Uh, every single one of those is designed to sell you something at a higher price uh, than it should be sold for otherwise. Here's the reality, real-world situation. We go to a builder, and the builder is offering a free screened-in porch with the purchase of a new home. Purchase the the value of that screen porch is probably five to seven thousand dollars, right? Well, if the house is overpriced by a factor of five to seven thousand dollars, then the quote-unquote free screened-in porch wasn't free after all. Work with your agent. Determine what you think the real value of that property is going to be. Cut through all the promotional nonsense and uh, make a good offer on a property based upon real value, not emotional hooks like free finished basements. Item number four. Uh, Builders' contracts are perfectly adequate for most residential real estate transactions in the state of Indiana. (laughs) Well, we arrive again at our good news, bad news place in this discussion. Good news for the builder, bad news for the buyer. That's the answer to that one. Those contracts are written by uh, highly paid attorneys for the builder. So you can use a reasonable assumption and uh, figure out that those contracts are not designed to protect you. Uh, They're designed to protect the builder, and they contain clauses that either uh, limit the builder's liability, remove the builder's liability, or push the liability to you, the buyer. So work with your realtor. Your realtor is trained and experienced and and looking at those contracts and reviewing those contracts and and will help you decide uh, what types of things you might add to those contracts 
what types of things you might remove from those contracts, make sure that you're protected in case, for example, what happens if the builder makes a massive mistake and they don't build the house that they contracted with you to build? What if they fail to meet a deadline? What's, what does the warranty really cover? You can only take advantage of, of your realtor's knowledge if you have one. So get with them early on in the process and go through those agreements uh, with that builder and make sure that you're protected in that process. Well, that brings us to item number five, last but not least. Using a realtor might save you thousands of dollars. Yes, it's your house. It's the place you're going to live. You're going to call it home. But ultimately, most homeowners, buyers, would like to think um, that they're at least going to save money on the front side of a purchase and hopefully in the long term actually make money through uh, appreciation or a rise in value. And working with a realtor uh, can help you in both of those areas. Between uncovering hidden costs and expenses in the new home by reviewing the builder's contracts, pointing out loopholes, and advising you on profitable upgrades, maybe even helping you sell the house that you own now. There are dozens of ways that you and your realtor can work together to help save you thousands of dollars in the upfront and perhaps make you thousands of dollars when it comes time to sell your house. Well, I think that's it for today. Thanks so much for uh, sticking with me here, listening to this, my first podcast. If you'd like to drop me a line, please do so anytime. My email address is joe at joeshoe.com. My website's joeshoe.com, and you can see a link there to both my real estate website as well as my blog. Uh, you can uh, drop me an email, and I'll subscribe you to, if you like, my uh weekly or monthly newsletters that I send out, open house invitations, things of that sort, um, trying to keep up with the times. Again, thanks so much for listening, and uh, have a swell one.